Oh no, you don't get headphones. <laughs> because I keep meaning to get a headphone splitter yeah. so that we both can hear. Yeah. And I what well, doesn't matter? It's, it's going to be different. It's episode eleven, and I still don't have them. So clearly, I've not. Yeah. Okay, so we've both seen this movie. Yes. How many times, which we, this is how we decided that you were doing this movie for this episode because we both talked about how much we loved it. Correct. We do. It's awesome. And I feel like a lot of people are like, what? Like they never even heard of it. Right. Um, so tell me how did you come about, how did you find this movie? Because it's not a Kim movie. I would not <laughs> say that this is like, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, Kim's totally seen yeah, that. Because yeah, there's a lot of violence in this as I recall, but I was literally staying at a hotel somewhere and I think it was the day I was checking out and you know, you have like the TV on as background noise and HBO or something was on and I was getting ready and, and I could hear this movie kind of playing in the background in the other room. And I, I remember like leaning back out and it was just very intriguing. It caught me and I, I think I caught it somewhere in the middle, but I started paying attention to it and I thought, okay, this looks really good. And I was like, time. Cruz and Cameron Diaz I don't think I've ever seen this so I made a mental note went to the HBO dealie after I got done getting ready and found the name of the movie I'm like night and day all right I have to watch it so purposefully <laughs> so purposefully went home and I remember I found it like in a bargain bin at Best Buy I was like oh my god this is that movie <laughs> and so I, I bought it and watched it and I was like this is fantastic I loved it and it's yeah. not my typical deal no because you're not really into like action stuff no but it was good what in fact, you, it's one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's one of mine too. Honestly, like I think after once I get to the end of this like podcast and I've watched all of them, I really think it'll be in my top probably five, maybe definitely top ten, maybe top five. Right. Um. Yeah, it's really not because you only like happy movies. Not that this one's not happy, but correct. I mean, I like things that are like. I think it's. it's there's a lot of comedy in this. I mean, there's oh, it's action, super but it's funny. It's so funny. There's great lines, great scenes. And I think that's why I liked it because it's enjoyable to watch and the ending is fantastic. Yeah, it's like, we'll talk about this after we watch it, but <laughs> it is actually really funny and that's why I like it so much because I feel like it's Tom Cruise almost making fun of himself. Right. Like a little bit. Right. And it's not Which like the, funny. the Mission Impossible. I think Mission Impossible and you watch it, you have to be totally in tune because if you miss something, you're like, oh, wait, what just happened? And now I don't get the rest of the movie. Yeah. Where this is just, it's entertaining, it's fun. There's, a, there's some adventure and intrigue. But it's not so intense. Yeah. So how many times have you seen it? I've seen it completely two times because I, I, I bought it. So I watched it the once and then I just watched it again uh, a few months ago. <laughs> when I was like, Kim, let's do Night and Day for the podcast. She's like, okay, I watched it last night. I'm like, what? <laughs> We're supposed to watch it together. Um, I have seen this probably 10 times. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to say 10 times because I do love it that much. And it's one of those like... When you're like hanging out with people and they're like, hey, let's watch a movie and you don't want something serious right. or like that you have to pay attention to. I'm like, right. oh, this one's perfect. Right. It's fun and it's like funny and you'll enjoy it. Right. And they're always like, OK. And they always love it. They're always like, where was this movie? And I'm like, I got buried in the box office. I don't know. It still did OK. But like, yeah, but it's not one that if you, if you say name your top, you know, five Tom Cruise movies, no one is naming Night no. and Day. But Which they is should. sad. Yeah, I know. it's awesome. They actually should. Okay, so with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and watch it. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right, let's go. <laughs> I want to talk about this guy. He was like some sort of secret agent or something. No, 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 okay. Hi, June. Maybe I didn't make it clear enough, but we're going to have to stick together. I'm sorry. Who are you? This is the guy. I'm a guy. This is the guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> please, for your own safety, whatever happens, please stay in the booth. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody get down. No one follows us, or I kill myself and then her. Rodney! Rodney! 
Shot you through and through. No bone nowhere near the femoral artery. It's all good. Probably get a promotion. You good? Some people are gonna come looking for you now. Why? Miss Havens, will you join us inside the car for a moment? They'll tell you I'm mentally unstable, and violent, and dangerous, and will all sound very convincing. I'm already convinced. Until a week ago, Miller was one of the most trusted covert agents in the world. What happened a week ago? A full-blown break with reality. Why didn't he kill you? Because he liked me. Ah! Hey, June, it's a beautiful dress! One second! Just so you understand, out there on your own, your life expectancy is like here. Okay, with me, it's here without me. With me, without me. Who's your companion? She seems capable. He's been playing you. He's a spy. That's what he does. I'm sorry. It's reflex. Don't know exactly what to believe. June, I think I get down now. Turn yourself in. That's the safest option for the people you seem to care so much about. Ready? Uh, One. <gasps> Sorry. I panicked. What number would you like? Three. Yeah, let's just stick with three. It's good. Okay. All right, are we ready? Ready. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode 11 of the Booze Cruise podcast. We've taken quite a hiatus. It's been a couple yeah. months since <laughs> yeah. I've recorded an episode. Been a little busy. Um, the uh, the movie for episode 11 is Night and Day. Um, it came out in 2010. My guest today is the one, the only, <laughs> Kim Moisner Bartlett. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> um, she's from Wisconsin, in case you didn't pick that Woo-hoo! up in the introduction, in the all aboard segment. Um, Kim is actually one of our franchisees um, at Kona, and then she... I was not at your college, right? Like, you don't remember me. No, you weren't. It was it was Joe. It was like the one college I missed was the one she was at, and so um, I was introduced to Kim pretty much your first convention, because you're speaking Correct. at convention, and so I run all the AV stuff in the back, so we had to talk about your presentation and stuff like that, and I was like, oh my gosh. I love Kim. Um, <laughs> and then she started becoming a coach and coming to college. And so every time she would come in, we'd go out for dinner. Monday we'd night. S- we'd start hanging out. And then she took a job at corporate. <laughs> and so now I see her every day. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. You can't get rid of me. I cannot. and I, Nor do I want to. Um, and so we, uh, I was really excited that Kim agreed to be on my podcast. Um, um <laughs> So Kim and I, we talked about in the All Aboard segment, um, obviously love Night and Day. Our drink for today's episode, I have named the Night and Day, but unlike the movie. So the movie title is Night as in like a knight in shining armor, which I think that's key. Correct. <laughs> um, it is a layered cocktail. It is um, light, a pale yellow on top with a blue on the bottom, like day and night. It's stunning. It's stunning. It Kim stunning. took a she took a picture of it. She was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to get a picture of this." 
so pretty. I can't drink it. But I did drink it. But she did drink it. And it was delicious. <laughs> it was good. It was like a little like slap in the face. It was like, boom. Like when you take the first drink, I was like, kapow. That was, that was going to. Which is, is kind of perfect for an action movie. <laughs> it was. It kind of hit you in the face. It's like a punch to the face. Just yeah, like... but it was, it's really good. And then I think as it sat, the flavor is sort of kind of like intertwined so yeah it's kind of like afternoon i guess night and day comes oh, together this is, the, this is the other uh <laughs> afternoon <laughs> this is the other thing about kim which i'm sure we'll uh see throughout this podcast is the words that kim makes up <laughs> she is the epitome of my um what i call pull string phrase dolls where i was like everybody has these phrases that they say like if you were a pull string doll and you had a string on your back and you pulled it everybody has a couple phrases that they would say, Kim has multiple. <laughs> my doll would be very talkative. <laughs> it would be really, really talkative. But my favorite is Kim Likey. <laughs> Which is what you would say about this movie, I'm sure. Yes, it's awesome. Um, okay, so the director for this movie is James Mangold. Which means nothing to you. <laughs> Kim's like, who? Yeah. Um, but he directed other classics such as Kate and Leopold. Did you ever oh, see that I one? Oh, I love Kate. I own that. I know. It's great. Shut the front door. I know. I knew. I had a feeling that you would have I love seen Kate and Leopold. Loved, I know. Um, Walk the Line. Have I've you never seen, seen it. Oh, no. one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Witherspoon, right? Yes. Okay. And Joaquin Phoenix. Um, and then most recently he did Ford um, versus Ferrari. <gasps> I heard that's really it was good. Really, I've not really seen good. It yet. Yeah. So it was one of the best picture nominees. So was her, it really? Yeah, for for the Oscars. I did not know that. It didn't really. It won some sound mixing and sound editing awards. All right. It only won one of those. I don't remember which one it won. Um, but yeah, it was nominated for best picture. Interesting. It's really good. Um, so yeah, James Mangold. He knows what he's doing. He's a good director. Uh, okay. So this is disappointing. Because it didn't do incredibly well at the box office. But Rotten Tomatoes, are you familiar with Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, I am. Okay, the movie scoring mm-hmm. um, platform. So <clears throat> the tomato meter, which is the critics, it only got a 52%. Ooh, really? Yeah. And then the, the audience score was oh, 49. Shut the front door. Right. I and don't I don't, understand that. I don't either. Because if I had to give it, like, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Easy. Oh, gosh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, it, there's some stuff that I'm like, eh, I would have changed that. But, like... But it's like the really smart and funny and like it's just a joy to watch. Right. There's I mean, there's a lot of action and going on, but there's so many laugh out loud moments, too. Oh, my gosh. Well, you were saying like you wrote a bunch of quotes down. I, and I was like, that's basically all I was doing, right. too, of like, oh, this is hilarious. Oh, that line's great. And it's yeah. like there, but there's also like some really good poignant lines as well. Um, the budget for this movie was one hundred and seventeen million dollars. Um, and it didn't even make that back in the U.S. It made like seventy-eight million in really? the U.S., but worldwide it made two hundred and sixty-two. Like total, like its total box office with worldwide gross was two hundred sixty-two. So when it was this released? Two thousand ten. Huh? What were you doing in two thousand ten, Kim? Well, apparently hanging out, watching Night and Day. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. I'm like two thousand ten. For some reason, I thought it was older than that. It's gonna be ten years old this year. Yes. You thought it was older? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it's a weird, this was a weird, I do think, and this, I think this plays a lot to why people didn't go see it. It's a weird place in Tom Cruise's timeline of movies because it was after the whole Katie Holmes, like jumping up Uh. on the couch thing. And before he really had like established himself as like Tom Cruise again. So like there's a smattering of movies there in between like 2006 to like probably 2011 that, 
people were just kind of like meh about Tom Cruise. They were kind of over him. Yeah. All right. They're like, okay, Scientology. Well, that Tom. makes sense. Yeah. So I get that, but it's actually really, really, really good. Um, and I just I love it every time I watch it, and it's so rewatchable. Right. I think that's what's so great about it is you're like you still like you didn't know what happened and everything, but I've seen it so many times. I'm like I know it's coming, and I still love to watch it. Because it's, it's funny. Well, yeah, there's a lot of good laughs in it. And this is the third time I've seen it now, but there were still so many times where I was like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. Yeah. Or so, like, I didn't catch that moments. the first two Correct. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so let's do a rundown. Let's just walk through the movie. Okay. Um, I wrote, hold on. I wrote down this, like, basically like a synopsis of it. And I was like, um, oh, I'm not going to be able to find it. Um. I was just saying, like, it's the it's the most interesting movie premise for an action movie because it's basically like, what if the world's best super spy had to drag along a klutzy civilian Correct. on right. a mission? <laughs> basically, like, tethered to this person right. who has no experience in that world, um, which is what makes it so funny because she's so not a spy. Right. Um, but even Tom Cruise in it, um, Roy Miller, um, is, and I think there's a lot of movies that he's done in the last 10 years, I would say, that have a lot more humor in them. Um, and I think he's, I talked about this in one of the other episodes, where um, I think after the whole Katie Holmes incident, like he kind of was allowed to be something that he wasn't, prior in his career like he's always the cool guy or like right. the like he wasn't the funny guy right you know what I mean and so I feel like it was kind of like well <laughs> it is what it is like Let her rip yeah 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 <laughs> but he's actually like really come into his own as far as like the comedy goes but the reason it's so funny is because he's just like leaning into it a hundred percent like he's taking it so seriously but that he gets that it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, and the lines, I think the lines in this movie, he delivers them so well. But it's just the facial expressions that go along with it. It's yeah. just when he delivers some of the lines, it's just laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Because of, of the delivery and the yeah, way yeah. he looks when he says them or the way he, just his his eyes or anything. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. Like he's, he does like, I there's a couple other movies around this time where it comes out where it's like he in, in the character is being serious. But it's funny. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, be, it's serious because he's being funny. Like, I love the whole opening scene where they're like, so let's, we'll start from the beginning. Okay. So Roy Miller, he's a, a, a spy. Um, and June Havens, who is Cameron Diaz's character, they basically bump into each other at the airport. So she's, right. they're in Wichita, Kansas. Right. And they're both flying back to Boston. They don't know each other. He bumps into, or they bump into each other, um, which is like, oh, oh. Oh, this is hilarious and she's got uh car parts in her suitcase because she runs carburetor. An, uh, yeah yep. carburetor. carburetor i wrote them down she's got a carburetor so she, it starts off with her in kansas and she's in like a you, you like a, a what do you oh, call like that a, 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 uh where they go to take old cars to die uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where old cars go to die where old cars and so she's looking for parts and she she's pulling this carburetor out of this car because she wants to take it back to rebuild this gto um, that was her dad. That was that was her dad's, and that was kind of what she was doing, and that's why she's in Wichita in the first place. And she's at she's taking that carburetor in her luggage. She's bringing it with her because it's important. To her she's not going to check that. Yeah, and so she's trying and to because get that she's, security. She's going to rebuild. Her sister's getting married. Her wedding gift to her sister is going to be to rebuild her dad's car and then give it to her. That was like her big idea. Right. Whatever. So they run into each other at the airport. We we kind of follow 
Roy around the airport a little bit, which I think it's that to me is like a perfect setup for his character. So he's a spy, but they show him playing like arcade games where he's shooting a gun. You know what I mean? Right. It's, but it's real nonchalant. Um, and then he picks up off of the shelf a little tchotchke knight, like an actual knight in shining armor um, figurine. Right. And they do a close up of it and you're like, oh, that was weird. But then you and you know the title of the movie. So you're like. It's kind of bizarre. Right. But you think, oh, it'll figure in somehow. So they run into each other. He apologizes. He's like, oh, I was looking at my phone. I hate when people do that. You know, blah, 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 all this stuff. Fast forward. They bump into each other again on the other side of security. And literally, like, literally bump into each other. Yeah. Where they, like, things are dropped and they're, yeah. they're picking things up off the ground. Right. And so they're both going to the same gate because they're both going back to Boston. And it's empty. The gate is empty. And... um she goes to check in for the flight and she's like, I'm sorry, ma'am, your seat is not uh, available on this flight. And she's like, what do you mean? I just checked in. And Roy looks at her and he says, sometimes things happen for a reason. And he gets checked in and he goes on the flight. Well, we go on to find out that obviously he's an agent of some sort. And there's another agent Fitz, who is after him is what we gather at this point. Right. Um, and they have orchestrated this whole thing. There's nobody else in the flight except for like six or seven other people. Correct. Um, and he knows something's up. Well, Fitz decides to let June onto the flight, which I <laughs> I put um, the, the gate attendant said, we found a seat for you. And then she walks onto an empty plane and I'm like, wouldn't that be a huge red right, flag? Right. And doesn't she make some comment too? Like, no wonder the airlines are losing money. Yeah. Cause like, if there's no one on this. Yeah. And it's like, why would they have held you back? If, right. Like they're always trying to cram as many people on there as possible. Um, yeah. That might've been a little red flag for me. Like, huh? Yeah. I would have been like, mm, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, oh, before we move on, I have to say that I always forget for as many times as I've seen this, I always forget that Viola Davis is in this. She played this yes, the uh-huh, FBI uh-huh. lady and I'm, I love her. Mm-hmm. She's great. And I was like, oh, Viola Davis. Um, so they're on the flight. He obviously they've established not a relationship, but they're they're acquaintances at this point because they've bumped into each other twice and they've had a conversation. Correct. So they seat her right across the aisle from him. And they start having this whole conversation, basically just like small talk of like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's apparent that she's, you know, crushing on him. And uh, the they hit some turbulence, which, by the way, I was thought about this. This is the only time I've thought this when I've watched this movie, the millions of times that I've watched it. You ne- they never really take off. Like, because the conversation happens in real time. Like, there's no, like, flash forward, and then all of a sudden they're in the middle. Like, they're all the I way up. I never thought in the, about that. You're right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, like, I guess, theoretically, like, time has passed, but, like, there's never, like, I don't I don't know. Isn't it weird? Yeah, like, I guess no it's like all of a sudden you just, they're just in the air. I guess there's not a big, tr- you know, there was no big deal about them taking off. Right. You it. But there's turbulence, and right. her suitcase almost falls on her, and he gr- snatches it out of out of the air. And she spills her drink all over. So she's like, I'm going to go back to the bathroom and, you know, clean off, whatever. And it is one of the best scenes. Um, oh, and in that conversation, he says um, someday she she's they're basically talking about bucket list items. Right. And he lists off all these like, you know, crazy things. And um, she says someday and he says someday is a dangerous word. It's really just a code word for never. 
And I love that. Right. I, I, I like during the, the part two, there's, there's, some, there's some things as you're watching the movie that you know this could turn out to be ugly for her. Because when the turbulence starts and things are kind of bouncing around, she says, gosh, I hope this isn't going to be a rough flight. And he looks at her and he said, it might be. And he's not talking. In, you can tell the way he delivers that. It's, he's not talking about the turbulence. Right, right, right. But then she thinks it's the... Right. Yeah. But then cut to, and this is like, this is honestly like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. But uh, as soon as she goes into the bathroom, um, all the other random people in the flight <laughs> are agents. And so it turns into this huge fight scene where Roy is like destroying everyone. Right. But it keeps cutting back to her in the bathroom, giving herself a pep talk in the mirror about how to flirt with this guy. And it is so funny. Like the way, like it's, she's so unaware of what's going on. Yeah. Shots are being fired. People are dying. And she's like, you've got this. You've done this before. You've done this before. Pull yourself together, woman. Um, But I actually, this scene in particular, I made the note that, um, this I I think that this movie is Cameron Diaz at her best yeah. because like she's a comedic actress and she's hilarious in this movie but and we'll talk about it later on she's also allowed to do some of the action stuff right. which is not every actress can do so I feel like it was it's a really good it was perfectly cast I wrote that down um in one of my earlier notes that like it's a great movie but it would have been half as good with anybody else in those two roles because you believe them correct like Cameron Diaz plays that like ditzy klutzy you know model type chick you know what I mean and like is very like natural with it and Tom Cruise totally is the charmer and the the action guy like you get it you understand it but they have great chemistry um I thought and they do and I think the the thing that I love about is his character is just so calm cool and collected like no matter what's happening you just he's just like even if it's the most awful situation, he's like, you know, don't worry, June, I got this. And which is hilarious. And she's on the other hand in, you know, as the movie begins, she's kind of the frantic scared. Oh, she's freaking and you, out. And you sort of watch her evolve yeah. as the film goes on, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But that's a good, actually, that's really, he's always calm. Always. Like that one scene where he lands in the windshield. He's I like, know, hey, June. He's like, trying, he's like, he's being shot at. He's, he's, he's riding he's, on a he's car. He's like flying over the interstate from car to car and lands on the, yeah, lands on the front and she's freaking out. And he's like, it, it just he's having like a normal conversation with her hanging on the front yeah. of the car. It's like, hey, June, lovely dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice dress, by the way. <laughs> nice dress, by the way. Um, so after, so go on, you explain. So after the, the fight scene in the plane, she comes out of the bathroom and he's waiting with two drinks, <laughs> which is hilarious. And you can't see, you can see like two heads, I think, like still in seats. But the, the door to the, the front is open, like where the pilot is. Yeah. And he's got the two drinks, or whatever, and he breaks the news to her. Um, I think I wrote that down. I was like, "That's hilarious." Um, that that it's not good. Like he's he like, says he to her, could... "Yeah, he he's got he." She kisses him. She comes out of the restroom. She, oh, yeah, him, yeah. she plants a big kiss on him. He's waiting there with the two drinks, and he tells her the pilots are dead. And she, and he and she's like, "They're dead." And he's like, "Well," she's like, "How did that happen?" He's like, "Well." You know, I killed one. I killed them. Well, no, I shot one and then he had inadvertently shot the other one. But I really only shot the one. <laughs> and she's laughing because she thinks it's a joke. And she's like, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. And then she slowly starts to realize. I think they hit uh, there's because there's no one flying the plane anymore. Well, he's like, he's like, I'm going to go uh, think about <laughs> landing the plane. And right. she's like, OK. <laughs> he's right. like, no, seriously, buckle up. And she's like, OK. And then like they hit some turbulence and then all the dead bodies like fall out of the right. seats into like the, the and she way. freaks out because yeah. now she's like, Oh my God, everyone on the plane is dead except for her. What does he say? He's like, we've uh, lost the pilots. 
Um, and she starts laughing. He goes, I'm glad you're taking it so well. Like, but you're so right. Like that whole idea of like, he's calm and she's frantic is actually, that's the, that's the comedy is right. those moments where like, of course he's calm, cool and collected. He's Tom Cruise. He's like a super spy. You right. know what I mean? And of course she's literally dying inside because she runs an auto body shop and has no experience in any of this. Um, I love to, she sits down after he's like, he's like, I'm going to go think about landing the plane. She's like, okay. And she's kind of laughing and she just like pauses and she's like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's almost like a, like they always talk about, you just finished the office. Right. And how Jim Halpert is always like the voice of the audience. You know what I mean? Like he's like, he's always like the, he's the straight man. Basically like everybody else is like crazy. Um, and so her, there's moments in this that she says stuff where you're like, that's how I feel. That's It's like what you're, you're thinking it and then she says it. So yeah. you're like, okay, so she gets what I'm thinking. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> you're like, it is a little weird, but it's also hilarious. Um, so he lands the plane in the middle of nowhere. The best is, is, is as they're landing, they're coming down onto a highway and there's a semi truck, and she's like, "There's a truck! There's a truck! There's a truck!" And the guy's playing. What's what is the song? Rocky like a hurricane. That's it. So the the dude in the truck has no idea that there's this huge plane coming down behind him. There's so many great like a lot of the like the comedy of this movie is the editing. So it's like her like, "There's a truck! There's a truck!" And it's like this really intense action music, and then it cuts to inside the truck, and it's like, "Here I am, Rocky like a hurricane." Totally and oblivious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just just no jamming clue. along. Yeah, and you're like, ah. That is hilarious. And then it, and then straight back to the plane where it's like, like the action music, you know what I mean? Like, it's so good. So he lands the plane, lands it, it ends up oh, exploding. Um, but of course, Tom Cruise has to take his shirt off because right, why takes, wouldn't you? He takes his shirt off in most of his movies. Uh, but I was like, wow, this might be the best shape I've seen him in. Yeah, he looked really good. Yeah, there's a shot where she's kind of like eyeing him. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I heard you laugh. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she does. She does like the sideway glance like, wow. <laughs> like, oh, hello. Like she, oh, because he's, and honestly, like the, basically the, was it you who told me? You're like, oh, that's the movie where she gets drugged up constantly. Right. And he just continues to like knock her out. Right. Because she can't handle it. Right. Not because he's, you know, a bad person. No. He's really trying to help her. Like, we gotta, you gotta calm down. Right. Um, so she wakes up. He basically, he gives her something to drink. My, 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 yeah. My favorite line though is cause he does give her something the plane is there or whatever. And, and it, it doesn't explode too after she's, I think knocked out, but there, yes. she's still kind of freaked out. And like after she's seen the plane and they're in the stand in the cornfield and she's my favorite is she says to him, she's, she sees that he got hurt. Yeah. He takes his shirt out and she said, you need to go to the hospital prison maybe which was i love that line because she's just like what is going on yeah, here you've been shot you need to go to a hospital prison maybe right yeah so it, it's just like she you can tell she's sort of like in a state of shock with the whole yeah. thing and that's when he gives her yeah like he gives the, her something to drink he tells it's like her a little alcohol yeah bottle to take the edge off take he tells the edge her off and she he drugs her but he's giving her all like after it hits her he's like here's what here's what needs to happen like you're some people are going to come after you in the morning they're going to look really official they're going to say things like safety security like um what does he say like a secure location like all these lines he's like they're going to repeat it multiple times safe stabilize secure he said they're going to look like fbi types and you you can't tell them anything you can't tell them anything and you can't tell them that you know me you can't tell them that we talk blah 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 all this stuff 
and um then she passes out and it's like the most the thing about this movie that makes it so great and so comedic is that it really does feel like tom cruise is kind of making fun of the whole genre that made him a star i know which is hilarious uh, which is great right because i feel like it's he's like in on the joke which is great and i feel like that's honestly what saved his career because he the whole katie holmes thing people are like you're crazy in this movie he's kind of like yeah I'm crazy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he like, owned it. Yeah, he owned it. And I feel like there was a lot of movies that he did in this like time frame that really brought back his career, which I think the fourth Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol just came out in 2011, kind of reset. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, Ethan Hunt. We love Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Right. But it, there was like a really rough patch here in the middle. But him like really leaning into it um, was great. But there's that shot. So after she passes out, he like catches her and... The camera pans down to her face and then it pans up to his and he like looks into the camera almost and then the plane just explodes behind them and it's like the most satirical action movie shot ever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's like, like he's like, yeah, it's a joke. We get it. Um, So she wakes up the next morning in her bed and there's notes from Roy everywhere right and he's made her breakfast there's a, yeah there's it's all set for her there's fruit on the plate and there's a pan in the on the stove and she takes the lid off there's an omelet in it yeah. and it's like eat a eat a healthy breakfast or something like that yeah. he has notes for her all over the place and then like there's a knock on the door so she goes down to the door and there's a note that says remember don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> so she takes it off and um it's not the fbi it's rodney her ex-boyfriend right who's a firefighter correct and he was like oh my gosh that plane crash weren't you supposed to be on that plane and she's like i was but i'm here and like she was trying she didn't know what was going on because wouldn't you think like there's part of you that woke up and you were like was that just a weird dream that i had but then you see all the notes you're right. like okay so this so you're is like, legit so she's in the middle of trying to figure it out when rodney shows up and she's trying she sounds hysterical and she's like you know what let me call you later he's trying to rekindle the romance and she's like i literally don't have time to think about that right now um and she has to get to the dress fitting for her sister's wedding and so she shows up there and uh you know you think everything's fine and then she's getting a ticket you know somebody's right, like they, they come in and like who owns this vehicle where they're about to tow it yeah and so she goes out there and it's all the fbi agents and the one that starts talking to her <laughs> has braces i never caught that you're like he has braces on i'm like i guess he does I, and i think it's supposed to be part of the joke like it's supposed to be like truly they didn't just cast an actor they were like he's like sorry guys i have braces like and I'm, i know i'm like one of the fbi agents like i think it's supposed to be funny um but uh they basically do everything that he said they were gonna do like they're taking her to a secure location. You're going to be safe. And yep. he, they say it multiple Every, times. The situation will be stabilized. Yeah. And she kind of catches on to it. And she's like, I'm sorry, where are you taking me? And they won't they won't respond to her. But he told her not to get in any vehicles. And she did. And she did. Because there's a June. lot of things wrong. In <laughs> yeah, she's, she's June Haven. She's June. She just does everything <laughs> wrong. Um, so in the middle of the car chase, what happens? In the middle of the car chase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens? Oh, you're going to make me think back. <laughs> in the middle of the car chase. So she's talking to the guy. What happens? Like, he gets a red dot on his... All of a sudden, they start oh, getting yeah, the shot start at. Shoot, yeah, the shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, the shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah, the shooting. Oh, yeah, that part. I had to think back to that. There's a lot of shooting in this I movie. Know. I'm like, let's see, the car chase? Uh, there was a couple car chases. A lot um, of car chases. Motorcycle chases, car chases. It's got everything. Yeah. It's, it's everything you ever wanted in an action movie. 
This movie has. Oh, it. is this the this? Oh, so this car. This is the car. She's where we gets shot in the car, and she is driving, driving the car. Okay, I'm trying to. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember yeah, no, this. No. You're catching uh, up. It's yeah, all on good. the interstate. So she's so literally two dead dudes are in there, but he's got his foot on the gas pedal. So she's leaning over from the back seat. Yeah, driving, steering the car on the interstate, and because she can't stop it, and she's just trying to you know keep the car in motion. And then meanwhile, lo and behold, you know who Roy appears. shows up. But now isn't that Roy's in her rearview mirror oh, and then right. like he yes. ends up on the, like the windshield and he's like, yes. hey, June. It's yeah, like, that's the part where she, he's like, lovely dress. Yeah, I like your dress. Uh, and he's telling her too, like, and it, there's a ton that happens though for him to get there. Like he's, it's the motorcycle. You see the motorcycle going over and yeah. then the motorcycle, you see the motorcycle land in the water and there's no one on it. And yeah. all of a sudden, boom, he's on the front of the car. Yeah. And you're like, and ah! so she, yeah, so she's freaking out a little bit. <laughs> But he's like, open the door, open the door, because he wants to, you know, to, to get in and help her out. And but she's, she's kind of like, I don't out. trust anybody. Right. Like, she doesn't trust him. She doesn't trust the FBI people that she was with. And um, the car chase, this whole thing is so funny because it's every trope and car chase sequences that you've ever seen. It's so, so, like, fun. him, like, he jumps from one car to the next and he a truck goes by and you're like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, the car goes by or the truck goes by and you're like, where did he go? And then he sits up in the back of this convertible. like <laughs> there's, And there's a I dog mean? in the passenger seat. Yeah, It's like, it's like just, he just pops up everywhere. Like, oh, he made it. There he is. Yeah. So he, like, he survives, like, all these, like, crazy. But I literally, I wrote down, I was like, this movie is just Tom Cruise giving Cameron Diaz a pep talk right. the whole time. <laughs> Like, you got this, June. Just open the door, you know? And she's like, ah! Like and she's he's just never, screaming. there's never any, like, just, he's very calm always. Even when he's flying, like, you know, jumping from one vehicle to the next and he's hanging on the front of the car. He's, you know, who who would do that? Who yeah. would say, you've got this, June, whatever, nice dress, by the way. That's the kind yeah. of conversation while he's flying around at record speeds hanging onto the, in the windshield. Right. Where, like, normally it's, like, high adrenaline and right, he's just, like, right. cool as a cucumber. Yeah. But it is really funny. And he just, he's like, June, open the door. Like, he's not even like mad. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, June. <laughs> he does say, he does yell at her like once. But so she finally opens the door. It's a crazy action sequence. Oh my God. That you're like, nobody would ever survive. That. No, but never. of course it's a movie. Um, and it ends up with them outside this tunnel and all these people shooting at them. Well, she's going into shock because of all the gun shots right. <laughs> that you would not be used to. Um, and again, he's very calmly like, he's like, okay, you're going into shock. Um, you stay here while I go have a chat with the guys in the tunnel. And then he goes to leave and he turns around. He's like, actually, I'm just going to kill him. Right. He's not going to shoot. Because <laughs> she says, stop shooting people. She's like, stop shooting yeah. people. Please stop. Stop shooting people. So that's why he changes his verbiage. He's like, yeah. I'm just going to have a talk with them. And then he turns back and says, actually, I'm going to shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm going to shoot him. Like, and he's just like so matter of fact about it. Um, and while he's doing that, she runs away. Right. Because she's like, I got to get out of here. Still wearing the yellow dress, her bridal. Yeah dress that Which she, she that sticks out like a fitting. sore thumb and cowboy boots yeah she just she sticks out yellow. like a sore thumb yeah um and so she's like again still doesn't trust him doesn't trust the people that picked her up she's no idea what's going on so she hops on this bus which he pops on the bus too, and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> like he's she's like, like, "Oh my god!" She's like, I'm trying to get away from you. So she runs into the firehouse where Rodney is, her ex boyfriend, and she's like, "I need to like I need to talk." So they go, he's like, how about pie? Rodney's like the nerdiest <laughs> fireman I've ever seen in my entire life. So they go to this like pie place and they're eating pie. And he's like trying to like completely unaware of her frantic franticness. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like trying to get back together with her. And she's like, I want to talk about the plane crash, you know? 
And so she starts telling him what happened, like with Roy. And then Roy shows up. And he's like, again, very matter of fact, he's like, June, I thought I was clear about this. Clearly, I was not. Um, we're going to have to stay together. We're, we're, we're like a team right now. So yeah. this is this is pretty much where we're yeah. at. Basically, like you're we you're in this whether you want to or not. So and he but this I think this part is so funny because so she, so he's he's talking then to Rodney and he knows a ton about Rodney. Right. About he's asking things about firefighting, whatever. But to me, this scene is so funny because she's whispering. She's leaning in, trying to get Rodney looking at her. And she's like, this is the guy. This <laughs> This is the guy. This is the guy. And it's and the then guy. then Roy's like, yeah, I'm 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 the guy. He's yeah, like, I'm the he guy. goes, like, this is the guy. And he says that Tom Cruise says that he's like, this is the guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm yeah. the guy. <laughs> like right. he says it like five times. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, and then he immediately switches. Like it's still calm, but he's being all friendly with Rodney and like their best buds. And then he's like, Rodney, I mean, you just stay in the booth. Don't move. And he handcuffs June to him. And he's like, pulls out his gun. He's like, everybody down. <laughs> like, he starts like, and he's like shooting the gun and he's like, pies for everybody. Like he's like <laughs> freaking out about it. And like the waiter goes to move and he like roundhouse kicks him in the chest. He's like, I'm sorry. I thought you were making a move. <laughs> uh, pies for everyone. Like all this stuff. And then he's like, um, my favorite line. He like, nobody follows us or I kill myself and then her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And then, so Rodney doesn't listen. Um, and Rodney follows him out, so he has to shoot him. And he shoots him in the leg. <laughs> she's like, you shot Rodney! <laughs> like, she's so upset about it. He's like, I shot him through and through. He's going to be fine. He, like, gets out of the car. He's like, Rodney. He, like, holds him in his hand. He's like, you're going to be okay. He's like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you okay? And he just, like, gives him the nerdiest, like, thumbs up. Yeah, he's Rodney's like, like, the thumbs up. And he's, and he, what he's basically telling him, he's like, you know, like, I'm, this is actually going to work out really well for you because you're going to be a hero now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just took a bullet. Right. So and it, like, but there's no, you're going to come through this. This is fine, but you, you're going to be a hero. And then when he's in the car with June, he's like, that's the best thing that's ever going to happen, Rodney. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, because some of us just need to get shot every so often. <laughs> like, it's so funny. But so she's, again, appropriately still freaking out and she's like i don't want to be with you like this is i this is not where i want to be and he gets mad so he pulls up on this like parking structure and parks the car well he doesn't park it he like whips it into a parking spot and he's like fine you don't want to be with me like whatever and he does the infamous which i this is the the thing i quote the most he's like just so you know right now your life expectancy is here and he puts like you know his hand up and he's like with me without me and he keeps going like high appears with me down here is without me he's like with me without me with me without me it's like it's the best it's the best line in the whole movie and i feel like i quote it all the time and nobody knows what it's from and it's such a great line with me without Without me me. with me without me (laughs) um so she finally ends up she's basically like i don't know why she trusts him but she does she does and so she goes with him and there's this whole scene. And this is why I love this, this movie. Is, this is my one of my, my favorite scenes in the movie. There's so many gags yep. where like you think it's something and then it's something else. So it's your one of your favorite scenes. So you explain it. It is. So it, it shows him it's at night and they're in the car and he's in the he's in the driver's side. She's in the passenger side. It's a convertible. Side. Yes. And they're yeah. having this conversation. And he this is where he finally tells her about you know the what the, why they're after him. And he tells her about the, that there's a Zephyr. This is battery that never runs out. It's the first perpetual energy source, and it can it has enough you know energy and power to power a small city. And he tells her about a gentleman named Simon Feck who invented it, and. Um, 
what else learned of uh, he, she talked about the other agent who so it's, that there's another agent who actually went rogue and he's trying to frame me to make it look like I'm the one who went rogue but I'm not you know I've got Simon Feck you know safe and you know this is what I'm trying to do like I'm the good guy basically yeah. is what this whole conversation is about he wants her to understand why what's happening what's going on right. that he's not the bad guy that they're saying right but, he, yeah. but what he's telling her is you know but at this time the best thing we can do is we've got to get some rest you know we just need to to relax and get some rest and i'm thinking and like so we just need to close our eyes and they both lean back to close their eyes and, and i'm like how is this happening and then the camera zooms out and they're on one of the big semis and the 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 car the convertible is just a, a brand new car being hauled to whatever location and they're just riding in it but the whole time you thought he was driving that Correct. car and that's so what's it's so such a funny good visual, about it because you're like, like oh my god because it's even like a serious scene it's a scene that needs to happen because it's um exposition about the movie correct and his character and all that stuff um because up until then you don't really understand like you don't know if like he's, he's got something but what is it why are yeah. they shooting him and is he, he's the bad guy what's happening and you think like oh it's tom cruise he's the good guy but like he could be the bad guy right you don't know um and then i literally like i, I exactly what you said i said this is where we find out he is who he says he is and that fits is setting him up to look like he's going rogue right <laughs> but basically the plot of every Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's pretty accurate. Um, so they're so they're going to Simon Feck, the guy who, the scientist who uh, designed the battery, to his hideout. So he's, Roy is helping him hide out so that uh, Fitz can't get to him. And they get to the hideout and he's not there. And he has left a secret message on the walls of this it's like a shipping container inside of a giant warehouse right right where they're keeping this but he it's white walls and it's kind of like a beautiful mind where he's written all these like equations everywhere. codes and yeah yeah and so like roy's looking around and then there's roy written on the thing circled with an arrow and there's all these like ridges in the wall and so he like looks at it like long ways and it says alps on it like the swiss alps um but this is a funny little trivia fact and I picked up on it this time. It's the only time I've picked up on it because I read it beforehand. When the camera goes like it's going out of the shipping container instead of in the way he's looking, it says you are late. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't it catch says, that. You are L-A-T-E on the thing when it's looking at Cameron Diaz's character. When it's looking at June, it says you are late. And I was like, ah, that's funny. It's a tiny little like wow, I didn't Easter catch that egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And I mean, like I said, I've seen it a million times. I never noticed that. Um and while they're while he's trying to figure out his code and everything, June is outside um, the shipping container in the warehouse messing with the gun that she's been given. <laughs> like she's just pretending to be like a spy, right? And she keeps like she's like she's pretending like she's shooting. She's having big fun. Yeah. And while that's all happening, there are actual bad guys coming into the warehouse right behind her in frame, which is hilarious. Um, a, a huge ambush, like a ton of people, like a ton. And so he Roy walks out and he sees them and he grabs the gun in her hand. So they're both shooting it, shoot like three guys at once, which would freak you out. Right. Um, and so then there's like this shootout and it's one of the, my favorite parts of the movie where he's like, okay, <laughs> what we're going to do, he's like so calmly explaining to her what the action plan is. He's like, I'm going to lay down on the count of three. I'm going to lay down cover. And we're going to run over to those shelves over there. Okay. Okay. On the count of three, one. And then she starts running out and they're all shooting and she's like, <laughs> like there's all this like shooting and she comes back and she's like i'm sorry and he's like what number would you like like he's still so calm and she's like no three is fine three is fine like <laughs> stick with three 
Yeah, it's a really, really funny. Because um, he's like, June, what number would you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Very he's calm. Not, he's not mad at her. No. He's just literally, like, still so calm and collected. Um, and that's where I wrote, like, this whole movie premise is genius. Like, world's best super spy has to drag along, you know, a klutzy civilian. Because you're just like, yeah, that's exactly how you would react in that right. situation. Like, you would just freak out. Like, of course you would do something wrong. Um, then he... He has to go kill all the guys because clearly she's not any help. Right. So he gives her a gun, and he's uh, like, like a semi-automatic. Yeah, and he's like, "Wait here," and she's like, "Ah," and she's just like standing there, and he somehow kills all of them in like fifteen <laughs> seconds. And right. comes comes back around the other end of that aisle, and he's like June, and she's like, like just starts spraying bullets like all around him. Right, and he's like, he finally stops her, and he's like June, and she's like, stop saying my name. So what does he do? He says June. I know, but what does he do? He drugs, he drugs her. her again. Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's she's freaking out. He drugs her again, and this this whole sequence I think after this is hilarious. Well, he tells her he says, um, take this because they're about to gas us. He right. basically says it's like an antidote, right? And it isn't. It is totally is not. But I'm like, she keeps falling for it. And she realizes it because she tells it again and then she looks at it and she's like, oh, shit. Because she knows. She's like, he did it again. But the, it's funny then because the next series of scenes, like it, she wakes up and you can, it shows her and she's kind of gragging. She's looking it's and the he's hanging, oh, yeah, he's yeah, hanging yeah. from the ceiling by his feet and he's swaying. And it's like so blurry. She, like yeah, her she can only see him when he's through like a certain part when he's like a door opening and he's like, June. And then he sees him sway and he comes like, I know this looks bad. <laughs> But I've got this, yeah. you know, and it's like hilarious. And yeah. then then the next scene, it shows. Um, oh, it did a series of things like the next thing you see them, they're, uh, they're skydiving. Sky yeah. So she's still kind of a drugged up state. And he's like, we got this. We're going to be OK. You know, well, it's got so this. funny because like they keep thro- whenever she's drugged up and she's coming to like they show it from her point of view. Right. So it's like him in the camera. He's like, June, we got this. <laughs> We're going to jump. Like, you know what I mean? And she's just like it's and she's in and out of consciousness. So you're just getting you're getting like bits and pieces of how like from her perspective, which how is it exactly looks. how. You would feel if right. you were drugged up. This was perfect. Then so, they're on a boat. Yep, the skydiving, the boat, and then they finally end up the next time she's like kind of awake and actually comes to, they're on an island. Yeah. And she is, I mean, it's this beautiful island, the water. She's got she's got a little like coral bikini on and he's out catching fish yeah. when she comes to. Without a shirt on, obviously. Of course. Why yeah. right, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. But that whole scene is funny because she's like she she gets up and she looks around and she's thinking, Okay, I have a bikini on. So when he comes out of the water, she says to him, She's um, like, what am I wearing? What am I wearing? And he said, it's a bikini. Like, We're in the a, tropics. He, the way he says it is so like, <laughs> duh. Right. It's a bikini. <laughs> and so she's kind of offended because she's like, how did I get did in I, this bikini? How did I get into the bikini? Yeah. And you probably have the line memorized that he delivers. Well, he did says, you write uh, it down? no, I didn't write it down. He's like, June. I've been trained to disarm a bomb in pitch black with only a paperclip and a junior <laughs> mint. I think I can get you in and out of clothes without looking. And then he's like, I'm not saying that's what I did. <laughs> but i could (laughs) yeah and it's so there's so many like good lines like that too that come around at the end like everything kind of like ties up nicely with a bow it It like comes full circle which is really great um she gets mad obviously and she runs um onto she runs away on the island thinking she can get away right and she grabs her bag and her phone's in it and um so she is you know wandering around this island her sister calls probably because she hasn't heard from her. She left her dress fitting and then literally never saw her again. Right. Um, so she calls, but she doesn't have great reception because she's in the middle of freaking nowhere. And she gets to the other side of the island in like, I don't know, 
30 seconds right and she's like crap like it zooms out and it's just like this <laughs> tiny island and like she literally has nowhere to go um so she decides to go back and talk to roy about it and she's mad and they start this like you know flirt fighting on the beach um and while that's happening they start getting shot at huge plane huge plane flies over huge and he's like what i thought that it's his this is his secure right. island he said, like, we're off the grid we're off the grid here He's like, but she took that call from her sister. She goes, you didn't, he goes, you didn't make a phone call, did you? And she's like, no, I took a phone call. <laughs> He's like, June. Um, and so they get in this helicopter, which she doesn't want to get in. No. And she's like, drug me. Like, this is right. <laughs> she's, she's like, I can't just drug me. Just drug me. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Give me Broton, whatever. Like, Broton one, I think yeah, is what it's yeah. called. And, um, and she wakes up, she knocks off this note that he's left for her, um, and, which said to stay in the cabin. <laughs> completely misses that yeah so instead she gets up and leaves so while she's at the bar on the train um this guy walks up who's clearly not simon but is trying to be simon right and he's like trying to figure out if she knows where roy is and while they're having this conversation she finds the note on her foot that said stay in the cabin so she starts to kind of like panic a little bit and she's like i'm gonna what is that you said you were drinking will you order one of those for me she's like i'll be right back and a harvey wall banger a harvey wall banger have you ever had a harvey wall banger i have not i haven't either i don't even know what that is <laughs> um so that's what we should have had that should have been oh, the drink for the love of pete for the love of pete <laughs> um well darn it um but anyways so she's trying to find she's trying to get back to the cabin meanwhile roy and simon are back in the cabin and roy's like i specifically told her not to leave i don't know why she would so he goes to look for her while she's trying to find him on this train and simon who is not simon is a bad guy is a really trying, bad guy really bad guy is trying to track her down she ends up going back into the kitchen cart and the chef is like you know we're not open and she's like i just feel really sick can i just like stay back here he's like sure let me get you some water and when he turns around there's like a knife in his back which made me sex i was like there was no reason to kill that little man i know right he I'm seemed like a sweet he did seem he was getting water and then swiss she's chef. like you killed why did you kill or you killed that yeah. man why'd you kill him yeah and so then there's this huge fight scene in the kitchen and it is like it's gruesome it, it's an intense fight scene. It's an intense fight scene. And Kim was, I, there's a fight on the train. And Kim goes, I'd be dead in two seconds. I have no strength. <laughs> she, cause she, he's like holding her head by a deep fryer. Yeah. And she's you like know, holding and it that up. That would have been, that would have been it for me. Cause I have no upper body strength. And I've been like, and I, my head would have been fried because I, I would have had no way to fight back. So I was like, that would have been it for, but she grabs a huge cast iron pan Just and turns around and him. slams him in the head with yeah. it. Which, you know, kudos to her for that. Right. But the best thing is that, so Roy comes in there. Roy and Simon come in there. The real Simon. Yes. And so it turns into this whole fight. But June and Simon are just standing off to the side <laughs> while Roy tries to fight this guy. And he's like, no, I got this. Like every time he gets knocked down, he's like, I got and, this. And he doesn't look, I mean, he's like throwing up on the side and all, everything falls on top of him. He just looks like he's not going to make it. And he's like, I got this. No, no, no. I got this. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and as he's like stuck, June comes over and just punches the guy right in the face. And when she does that, he grabs her. And when they were on the beach flirt fighting, um, he told her how to get out of like a, a bear hug uh, right. like, grasp. And he's like, Houdini, hands like Houdini, like down to the floor. And then you just push and you do, which that actually does work. Okay, cool. I'll have to try that. Um, do you want me to? Tomorrow at the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's going to grab me from behind? Who wants to come grab me? Um, 
And uh, so she does that. And when she does, she hits a knife that flips into his chest. Oh, it is like. It's brutal. It's and she's brutal. Like, oh, I know. She apologizes. I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm so sorry. She goes, but you were trying to kill me. Um, but it's like the sound of it. And I think how long it stays in there. And then he pulls it out. Which is icky. Oh, my gosh. Like I, every time I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to throw up. Like I can't do it. And he's still fighting. He takes a knife out and he's still fighting. And Roy comes in and just kicks him in the chest like a bunch of times. And then you think like, oh, the worst is over. And he's hanging by sausage links out the window. And Kim goes, oh, yeah, here it comes. Because he gets hit by a train. Right. So literally he's hanging out of the, the window, right? Of the and train, my yeah. favorite line is Simon Feck says, because he's just hanging there. He's like, oh, my God. Simon Feck says, oh, my God, just die. die. And then just within die. a second, another train passes right by, right alongside them. I mean, and totally like takes the dude out. Which and then is, he's like, oh, shit. So this is, he does. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's shit. Like, oh. Um, so that's really funny because I wrote that line down because in Mission Impossible Fallout, which is the sixth one that just came out a couple years ago, last year. Um, well, I guess technically two years ago now because it's 2020. Um, but there's this whole huge long fight scene between Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill um at the end of mission possible fallout and it's just like it, the end of the movie they, they've been beating each other up like this whole movie and he's like henry cavill goes why won't you just die you know what i mean and i was like oh that's funny it's kind of a callback to that which is hilarious um so then they arrive in austria correct the train takes them to Austria. So they arrive in Austria. They're in this like gorgeous hotel right. overlooking this ancient European city. And uh, June is feeling all like flirty and like, Oh Roy and let's have dinner and blah, blah, blah. And she overhears him on the phone talking to Naomi and that he's going to go meet with her. And so she's like, well, this is shady. So he has what women in all of these cities, like whatever. And, but he comes out on the balcony and he's clearly like flirting back with her, but he right. agrees to dinner with her at nine o'clock in her room. And he tells her like, don't leave under any circumstance. And he tells Simon the same thing. Stay, like, you know, stay here, stay where order, you guys are at. Order as much room service as you want. Don't leave. And what does she do? She freaking follows <laughs> she, she him. Pulls a June. She pulls a June. <laughs> and she's like, I gotta know. So she follows him out and guess who he is meeting with. You don't know who it is. Do you know who is that? Wonder woman. Shut the front door. She plays Wonder Woman. Yes. I have not seen that movie, so that's why I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh, Kim, you just did a whole breakout about you wore uh, a Wonder Woman cape. I did wear a Wonder Woman cape and red boots. All right. Well, we got to you wore the red boots <laughs> yeah, too. I did. Interesting. I committed. Um. So yeah, I said he goes to meet dot 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 Wonder Woman. I was like, that's right. Gal Gadot is in this, and I she's I one of those her. actresses that like pops up in like the mid two thousands in like a bunch of small roles because now she's famous. Because she's Wonder Woman. Um, but back then, she was in Date Night. Did you ever see that movie with uh, Steve Carell? And Tim? Oh, my gosh. Kim, you would love <laughs> really? that movie. I like Steve Carell. You would freaking love that movie. All right, we got to watch that soon. Um, you would die. That movie is so funny. Okay, sorry. Is that, what is that Tina Fey? Yes. Okay, I've never seen it. I've never seen it, It though. is one of my favorite comedies. Wow. We got to watch it. Um, anyways, but she's in that movie, too, randomly. She, like, plays the girlfriend of, like, somebody's character or whatever. And so I, it's always... And I, she's another one. Her and Viola Davis. I always forget they're in this movie. And then they pop up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, gal! <laughs> um, so that scene... So he goes to meet with Naomi, who is really just a middleman for the spanish mob 
Antonio Quintano, Quintano, Quint- whatever. The bad guys, right. the worst guys. Yeah, that's as he, he says. The worst he guys. said the worst guys. She's like, are these the bad guys? He's like, no, these are the worst guys. So not only are the FBI after him because they think he went rogue, this other mafia is after him because they want the battery. So he's got all kinds of people after him, but he's going to make a deal with him. So he meets with Naomi and the whole scene is bogus because June follows them. She's all pissed off because she's a gorgeous brunette that he, she thinks he's just meeting with. But the way they frame the shot, she's like right outside the window of the restaurant that they meet in and she can clearly see them. Like they're right there. Right. Like how would you not see her? Right. But then the other thing is like Gal's character, like she's wearing a Bluetooth headset that is gigantic. Like, you cannot miss it. Like, clearly he's not talking to her. Right. And June just doesn't even read it at all. Like, doesn't see the Bluetooth headset, whatever. But anyway, so she's mad because, you know, Naomi. And um, he's making a deal with the Spanish mafia. And um, as he's doing that, she leaves because she's so mad. Well, because, but he also disses her kind of because she she asks him, Naomi says, What about the blonde? What about the blonde that you're with? She's really beautiful. And he said, oh, I just met her. She's nobody. Someone I just picked up along the way. And so that, that's it. Now yeah, she's Yeah, that's upset. what causes her to leave. Well, on her way back, she gets picked up by the FBI people. Right. So Viola Davis's character fits the whole nine yards. And they're basically like, listen, Roy is a bad guy. Like, this is what he's doing. And then she just heard him making a shady deal with the Spanish mafia. Right. So she's like, okay, I, they're, they're probably right. And so they give her an opportunity to basically like absolve herself by giving him up. So he shows up for dinner in her hotel room like he said he was going to. And she basically, she kind of, they have like a little conversation, but then she ends up clicking the pin, which is the signal that he's there and he has the battery. And um, he, and he knows. Right. As soon as she does it, he's like, oh, wow. He's like, that hurt more than I thought it yep. would. Um so they bust in, the FBI busts in, and he's gone, of course, like a ghost, because he's a super spy, so he just disappears. And then it's this huge rooftop chase, because, you know, Tom Cruise, got to run on some rooftops. You have to. And uh, it ends with him getting shot and falling into some famous river, I'm sure. Um, June witnesses the whole thing. So she sees him, like, she's just aligned the buildings, like, just enough to see his body, like, fall into the river. And then they didn't recover the body. Nope. And so she goes home. The mission's over, right? He's dead. No, Nobody has the battery. So she's, she's home wedding. safe. She's at her sister's wedding. It's really sweet. Kim was like, oh, at her sister's <laughs> speech at her wedding. Um, all this stuff. And she's back to normal life. She's at the auto body shop, like, all this stuff. And she's like, but you can tell she just kind of senses something's not right. And while she's in the auto body shop, Louie Louie plays over the the speaker system. And that was his text tone. Yeah. yeah, On his phone. And she saw it when she stole her bag when they were on the island. uh, Stole the bag on the island because his phone was in it. And it pulled up an address just outside of Boston, which is where she's, you know, lives. Um, And she's thinking like, oh, it's a safe house. Because it says, like, movement alert, like, whenever right. it pops up on the screen. So she's like, oh, my gosh, it's a safe house. So she's like, I'm going to go see if he's there. Basically, like, she thinks, like, oh, he's hiding out there. And she shows up. It's just this older couple <laughs> that um, have no idea what's going on. But when she pulls up, she sees it says night on the mailbox. Yes. So that's, you're like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? So the last name, Knight, 
K-N-I-G-H-T, is on the mailbox. And um, she goes in. She's talking to them. She's kind of making small talk. The, the sprinklers got turned on, so she's soaking wet. So they're, like, drying her clothes off and all this stuff. And the wife's, like, so nice, whatever. And the husband's kind of like, eh, about it. And um, the wife leaves to go check on her clothes. And she's like, so, Roy Miller. <laughs> and he's like, he kind of, like, turns the TV off and he leans in. And you think he's going to say something. And he's like... I don't know who the hell that is. Right. Like, what <laughs> like, are you talking about? Yeah. And um, she's like, this isn't a safe house. And like, she's very confused. Um, she's like, well, if it's not that, like, what the heck does this address mean? And then as she's walking to go put her clothes back on, she looks over and there's baby Tom Cruise on the mantle yep. as an Eagle Scout, which they talked about in the car earlier. And um, she says, oh, that's our son, Matthew. Um, he died. How did he die? Did they she say? She said we lost him in Kuwait. So, uh, I'm, but 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 as that whole scene is weird because she's sitting there trying to figure things out, and this family is telling her about these weird things that happen. Like, can you see the night in the mailbox? And then there's a picture of him. And she's like, "Oh, what's that? That's when we won the publisher clearinghouse." And he's like, "Yeah, we've won it twice." And she's like, "You won the and a bunch of other random Cle- stuff." Yeah, and so all this good stuff seems to this good fortune seems to fall their way. Then she sees the picture, and she said, "Oh, he was an Eagle Scout. We lost him in Kuwait." And she said he was an Eagle Scout, and she talked about him, like, you know, yeah, he got his swimming something, something. She said he could swim across the lake and only come up for a breath once. Yeah, and she's like, oh. Right, so all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. She's like, he's still alive because he he could make it. So um, so we really find out his name is Matthew Knight and not Roy Miller, even though they never really talk about that ever again. Um, And so what she does, she's like, she figures that there are people – like, if he's still alive, then they still don't have the battery because he had the battery. So she's like, I'm going to call their bluff, knowing that people were probably listening in on her phone conversations and stuff. So she calls and leaves herself a voicemail <laughs> on her own <laughs> voice message, If you're listening which is to this. really smart. Right. Um, she's like, I have the battery. I'm here. I'm on whatever interstate just outside of New Hampshire. Come and get me. And so they kidnap her, basically. And uh, she is wakes up in Spain. Right. And she does a lot of waking up in all different countries yeah, and places. Which I would, at this point, I think <laughs> I would have had a panic attack and just been like, you know what? Um, but uh, the and this is like one of my favorite scenes from the movie. So Antonio, it's not Quintero. It's something like that, though. Um, he Antonio Quiznos. Let's just call him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, gives her this truth serum that he's been working on and it works a little too well because then she is super chatty <laughs> and it's like the funniest <laughs> sequence ever where she's like trying, like she's just smiley and positive and just telling the truth. She's like, I don't like you. Like, you know what I mean? And like all this stuff. But she's almost annoying. Like he's annoyed with her. Yeah. Now. He's like, shut up. Like stop talking. She can't stop talking. So they're transporting her. Um, and as they're transporting her, you see Roy walking on the roof and he hears, he's there to get Simon because Fitz, so we skipped over a whole part. So June bluffed and said she had the battery. Fitz in the meantime has kidnapped Simon. Right. And is just going to bring him so that he can rebuild a battery because obviously they don't have the battery. Um, so now Fitz, the rogue, the actual rogue FBI agent is trying to, um, basically sell off Simon instead of the battery to the Spanish mafia. So Roy is there to rescue Simon. Unbeknownst to him, June is there. (laughs) Except now he hears her babbling on. Yeah. He's like, ugh. So now he has to save June and Simon. (laughs) And, um, 
So he goes down there. He's saving June. And June is just like. Still high on that truth serum. Oh, my gosh. It's and funny. it's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Um, that scene. Oh, I love That's that scene. That's my note. I'm like, truth serum scene is hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and. So it, it it ends up leading into like a huge, he saves June. They hop on a motorcycle. There's a big motorcycle chase through the streets running of, of the Spain. Bulls. The running of the bulls. Um, and which I put down like the, the motorcycle chase at the end is fun, but the CGI and the green screening is so bad. I think it is too. It's it looks fake. Terrible. Right, like there's the bulls, some I'm scenes, like, really? The bulls. And then like there's some scenes where like they're on the motorcycle and it's like clearly they're not there. Right. Like they're on a different. Right. And it's like that is honestly like that's the one thing about the movie that would make me like knock off a point or something like that because it's so it's distracting. It's right. like it's so bad that it's, it's very distracting. looking. And it's like it's 2010. Like, right. You should have had that figured out. Um, But uh, so they get to they basically get to Simon and um when i like this the scene too with the whole motorcycle it takes them all through the streets or whatever so she's riding in the back and he's driving the motorcycle and then at one point he has her flip to the front so she's facing him and he facing gets the her back, the gun. Yeah. and now this is the first time that she's now armed, shooting yeah, and yeah. she's leaning out and shooting the bad guys yeah so that's like a it, you can kind of see the evolution totally of her totally unrealistic right but i love it <laughs> right because it's like the beginning she used to just scream and now she's yeah. sitting on a motorcycle shooting at the bad guys I'm well like, and it's okay. so funny because the scene in the warehouse earlier where he's like he has her hold the mags for the gun and he's like mags and then she like you know he puts the mags in the gun and this time she is shooting and she's the mags and he right. shoves them up into the gun and then like right so it's so like she's, cool. she's grown a little bit in this yeah, movie. yeah yeah and she's she's a badass in yeah. the last like mm-hmm. few bits of the of the movie um so they get to simon fitz has simon and uh roy is trying to like basically he's like you can have the battery i have the battery you can have it fits whatever he throws it to him off this like pier so he's like get away from simon and simon's like really nerdy and doesn't understand any of this like he's he's more helpless than june um and he's like it's fine i'll just build another one and he's like simon shut up like roy's telling him to stop because now he knows that guy's gonna try and kill him because right. he's like, well, what the like? If I leave he with wants the battery, to have the only one. If this yeah. guy can build a new one, then what good is it? Right. And so he goes to shoot Simon, and then they cut, and you think that Simon's been shot because he's laying down, and Roy's hunched over him, and really Simon just passed out because <laughs> <laughs> he was so scared, and Roy was actually shot. So June walks up, and she's like, oh my gosh, Roy, you've been shot. And then now he's the one going in and out of consciousness as they're in the hospital. So she takes him to the hospital. And uh, Viola Davis's character shows up and something's still not right. Right. Because Viola Davis is like, we're going to take you to a secure location. It's going to be safe. And basically tells him like, yeah, you're like, an we, asset to we us. We trusted the wrong guy. You know, you, you yeah, know, we she need apologizes. You. We've invested so much money in you. You know the gig. You've got to leave your real life behind. But we're going to go ahead and transfer you to a secure facility for your safety. Yeah. And she's like, but you we made an agreement. Like, you're not allowed to have a life outside of this job because you're only a value to us when you're focused like right. that. And uh, he's just trying to like chill for a second. And a nurse comes in and puts his like drugs on the thing. And he just takes them, you know, like you would. And then all of a sudden he starts to realize like, oh my gosh, I just took those without asking. And he turns around and June is the nurse. Right. He said, what did you give me? And she turns around and it's her. Yeah. And she says whatever the drug's name is. 
I think you just, pro, I think, but protons are the things inside of atoms. I right, don't but think, I think that that's, that's what he called. Called. I wrote it down. I think I'm it's like, called well, broton. Is it proton yeah. one? You, I don't know what it is. I wrote. But she said down. broton zero, right? Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. You kept saying proton. I was like, <laughs> it's not like electrons and protons <laughs> and neutrons. It's a code name. Yeah, it's like you know, atoms. <laughs> um, so she drugs him up, and then uh, again in and out of consciousness, like she was, and then he wakes up in her dad's car in the passenger seat in a I, new outfit and, and i but i love that whole scene because it's just the reverse so th- from the time with this the the skydiving and then the yeah you know all now it's flipped and it's him so yeah, he's yeah. coming in and out of consciousness like, and there's she's so much it's going like they circle. flipped roles and she's yeah. the one driving she'd say to him you're, you're okay go back close your eyes go back to sleep i've got this yeah and so they wake up she's or she wakes up he wakes, he wakes up. up oh my gosh he wakes up he's in a new outfit so he looks down and kind of like feels his shorts and you're like okay this is so funny like everything's coming full circle and she gets she's like hey sleepyhead you know like she gets in the car she's gone into this like you know little cantina or whatever and uh she comes out oh, she's like a map or something and um he's like what am i wearing and well first he like, says what day is it oh yeah no that's at the end yeah never mind she's what am i wearing she's like shorts and he's like how did I get in the shorts? And then she kind of flips his thing on. I don't remember exactly what she says. It's like a carburetor. Right. She's like, if I sh- I'm a master mechanic. And if I can change a carburetor, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, in the, in, you know, in the, in in the dark, darkness, I yeah. think I can put you into you some think I can shorts. manage changing your shorts without looking. Not, Not saying, saying that that's I what did. it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's great. And then he says, what day is it? And she says, it's someday. Which was a reference back to their very first conversation on the plane, and they're driving to Cape Horn, which was which is one what of, he said he wanted his yeah, bucket yeah, list. Yeah. It's on his bucket list, and so he kind of gets the life that he never had. And then in the end credits, but but, but first she says she said are you she she said with me she turns it back oh, to yeah. him with, with me, me without, without me. me with me without, without me. me and he looks and he said with, with you. you. Ugh, it's so great. It, is. it all comes full circle. Like <laughs> so many lines. It's so well written because you're is. like. It, uh, it's such a good movie. Everybody should watch it. It's like, <laughs> it's so good. It and then good. at the end credits, um, the uh, his parents get a, they want a free trip to South America. <laughs> right. To, to, to the further at. So yeah. it's kind of cool because you know that like, the parents are going to be reunited with him. Right. But he's like, she's like, you never know what you're typing on that computer, Bill. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but like. She's like, uh, we won. We got to go. Yeah. She's like, we have to go. Right um so super super it's a really really fun movie i think honestly like probably the i don't know you probably don't remember this there's no way you remember this the promo videos for this movie oh no were so it wasn't trailers they were like this was like kind of like you know youtube was like really big and like all this stuff but they were doing these promos for the movie where it was cameron diaz and tom cruise on set ah and but like like there was one specifically where they're like talking. He's like, yeah, come on, punch me. You know, like they're like practicing like the fight or whatever. And he's like, he's like, no, 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 like really kick me. You know what I mean? Like he's got like a pad that he's like holding. And he's like, just give it all you got, you know? And she'd like kind of jab him a couple times or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 like really kick me. Like right in the chest. I got this. You know, I got this. I can take it. And like right as soon as she's like rearing back, somebody's like, hey, Tom. And he like looks over and removes the pad and she kicks him right in the chest. And then he goes flying. Oh, I never, I didn't remember it's that. It's so funny, but like that this is the movie tom cruise is brilliant because he does this for everything he's done this for every single mission impossible since this movie so four five and six where he releases all this behind the scenes stuff um before the movie ever comes out 
of like the big stunts that you're like what like why and so you already and like they, he's done it for top gun 2 that's coming out in june like he okay. releases all these videos of this like behind the scenes stuff to get you like amped for the movie and this was the first one huh. that he really really did that for and um but they're they're actually really funny because you can tell that it's like scripted right but staged. like yeah but it's but it's really funny that they thought to do that you know what i mean so it was really interesting um all right, I have just a few trivia facts. There wasn't a ton of trivia for this movie. Um, the first one is uh, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz did a majority of their own stunts um, in this movie, did which they is really? really fun. That's cool. So there's a ton. Yeah, they're both avid drivers and have experience in doing sharp turns in 180s. So like a lot of the driving stuff was them, which that's is like awesome. that's what I'm like. It's really cool. Like Cameron Diaz is kind of known as like the the ditzy like pretty girl that's really funny or whatever, but she's actually like pretty legit in real kinda life badass. yeah she's a badass so she got to kind of do that for this movie which is really fun um so this is really interesting so tom cruise wanted to do another spy thriller but he thought that um there were two movies that came out that in 2010 that were also spy thrillers salt and the tourist did you see either of those None. salt is like one of my favorite movies really um and it's Angelina Jolie in the title role but Tom Cruise was originally signed on to do it and they didn't change the script when they hired when they decided to cast a female oh in the role but it's great because she's a badass okay um and so that's a really interesting like twist so Tom wanted to do another spy thriller but he thought Salt and the tourist was Johnny Depp and oddly enough Angelina Jolie um but he thought they were too similar to his Mission Impossible franchise. So he ultimately chose this project once it became um, an espionage thriller with comic elements. Got it. So he actually like signed on because it was funny. Um, so he still wanted to do like a spy thriller, but he didn't want it to be like a serious spy right. thriller. Like the Mission Impossible I get Impossible that because otherwise it's like too much of the same. Yeah. And then like he ended up doing Jack Reacher not that far after mm-hmm. this. So it's like he kind of like it's like, OK, yeah, we get it. Tom Cruise is an action movie. And that's really smart of him as a producer and as an actor to not just continue to do the same things um tom cruise dropped out of the tourist which was being extensively rewritten by christopher mcquarrie to do this film so this is what's interesting about that you have no idea who that is christopher mcquarrie directed mission impossibles five and six. Oh, um and he directed jack reacher which also starred tom cruise but he's like almost exclusively working with christopher mcquarrie now um as a director, not real. I mean, like he had a hand in Top Gun too. He didn't direct it, but like he was there, and they're like kind of like that's bonded now. But it's you funny because you he, get the other. Yeah, but he dropped out of the movie that he was rewriting and did this movie instead, which I thought was really interesting. Um, this is always fascinating to me. These were other actors that were considered for the lead role before Tom Cruise signed on. Are you ready okay. for this? Chris Tucker. Do you know who that is? I do not. Rush Hour. Remember those oh, movies? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler what i know that would have been horrible i know and gerard butler oh yeah yeah, no i know so thank god for tom cruise oh my god no and then um when chris tucker was attached to the project eva mendez was cast as the female lead and it just would have been a weird movie no no that's what i'm saying like you read that and you're like this movie really works because of tom cruise and cameron diaz so interesting fact this is actually the second movie that tom cruise and cameron diaz are in together do you know what the first one is I haven't seen it. It's obviously on the list, but it's I haven't done it yet. I I'm not I'm, I'm not. It's got to be something older. It is. It's older. It's pro. It was nine years before this movie. Oh. 
it's kind of I feel like a lot of people forget about it. Vanilla it, Sky. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't have guessed that. That was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, Vanilla Penelope Sky? Cruz is in it. Okay. Um, Penelope I know Cruz and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cameron Diaz is in that, and huh. then she apparently has she has a silent cameo in Minority Report, which hmm. I don't remember, but of course that's on the podcast, so I'm sure I'll see it then. Um, and then my last trivia fact is um, Celia Watson, who plays Tom Cruise's mother, is only 10 years older than him. What? Yeah. So the actress that plays his mom on that movie is only 10 years older than Shut him. Shut the front door. Do you think that just made her feel like terrible about herself? Like she was like, oh, I'm playing Tom Cruise's mom and I'm only 10 years older than him. That's really weird because now that you think about the dad, I mean, she looked like she could be his mom, but I guess I didn't really think about it. But because the, the dad looks substantially well, older than the mom. Well, it's weird because you never see them at with Tom Cruise at that age. Right. At the age he's at. Correct. Because it's the picture of Tom Cruise right. is baby Tom Cruise. Which is funny. That picture is also in Risky Business. No. That same exact picture. And I noticed it <laughs> when Sarah and I were watching Risky Business. I was like, that picture is in Night and Day. Oh like, my I God. recognize it from Night and Day, not Risky Business, which is hilarious. But it is like his actual so like Eagle Scout picture. Years. How old is Tom Cruise when this was filmed? Um, He's in his 50s now. It was almost 10 years ago. So 40s, maybe early 40s. Interesting. And she was in her 50s. That's yeah. hilarious. I know. That would be like you playing, I don't know, who's a 40-year-old dude? I don't know, but that made me really depressed. Yeah, like it'd be like you playing somebody else. <laughs> That'd be I'm like I'm so depressed. Who in our office is like in their forties? Nobody. We have a gap there. Yeah, there is. It's like thirties, and then there's 50s. a jump. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right. So if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, with like one being like the worst movie you've ever seen, and ten being like your most favorite movie, what would you give it? I'd definitely be like an eight point five. Yeah. Right. It's yes, like it's, it's really, really good. good. It makes me laugh. And there's like this, this is the third time I saw it and it's, it's, I picked up on new things. Yeah. They're just, the lines are like laugh out loud. They're not even like subtle. It's, it makes you laugh. And I, I don't like the shoot em up violent. And there's a lot of. Yeah. What's your favorite movie of all time, Kim? Oh God, I don't know. Cause there's different genres. Well, you love La La Land. I do. I love La La Land. We do share that. We went, I, I took La La you to see The Greatest Showman. And that- I liked that too. But I, I like La La Land. I love, um. The Holiday is probably one of my favorites. I love The Holiday. With, of course, Cameron Diaz, but love. I probably, I watch that movie so much with my kids. I have two, my two sons are like, mom, not again. And I was like, I'm going to watch it again. I, I have to watch it, it every year and I'll even watch it when it's not Christmas. Oh yeah. I watch it all the time. I it's, love that movie. I quote that movie. I actually did um that whole monologue she does at the beginning, Kate Winslet's yes. character. Ugh. I did that in college. We had a performance class where we had to go into a recording booth and record a monologue or like whatever. And I took that and I did that piece because I was like, man, I love that movie so much. Yeah, I like I like movies that just typically have like a good support, like a good cast. Like there's a whole bunch of different stories happening, which is why I like that one. I love Notting Hill for the same reason. Uh, okay. I love Notting Hill because there's it's not just the between the two stars, but all the other characters and storylines that go yeah. along with it. So those are the kind of movies I like the best. So you're really into like rom-coms. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad, but true. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I really am. I mean, I guess those are both romantic comedies, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I like Shawshank Redemption as well. And that's... What? That's such a hard left. I like, know. you can't be like, I love The Holiday <laughs> and Shawshank Redemption. Those it is, are my two favorites. It, it, it is. I mean, that was one I would never have watched. And somebody's like, oh, you have to see it. And there are parts of it that were a little bit tough for me. I thought, oh, that's a... But it's, it's really <laughs> such a good story. You know, like, yeah. it's kind of, I don't know. But it's a good story. 
You know, and I go from that to another, you know, The Princess Bride, which is another rom-com. I love The Princess Bride. Oh, my gosh. It's, my, it's That's right fantastic. up your alley. Oh, my God. It's yeah. amazing. That's hilarious. Because it's comedy and ridiculousness and yeah. fantasy. It's great. Oh, my gosh. So that's kind of me. Yeah, it's And then good. you throw on a Tommy Boy every once in a while, and I'm good. You love uh, Tommy Boy. That is probably my ultimate favorite. You love Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Who, is, who doesn't? He, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. Kim, so great. I feel like... Um, I feel like I didn't do you a service at the beginning of the episode, but like Kim is like a mentor to me. So I'm Aww. like, this is like, this has been really fun. Um, and I think that means that we should end it on the with me, without, without me. me, with me, without, without me. me. <laughs> we quote that a lot. Yeah, we do. I love it. Until next time. Gotta have it somehow.